Welcome to the Life at Full Blast podcast. I am so excited you're here and ready for your most extraordinary life. I used to escape all the mental turmoil and the spinning by seeking solutions outside of myself. I have lived through that chaos and I see you. I see you fighting and struggling. This is the place to be to find your direction so that you can decide what's next. It's time to stop making your outside circumstances the reason that you can't have what you want. You're in the driver's seat. This is the place to learn what direction to go. Are you lying to yourself about your own value? Are you wanting others to give you feedback about your creations so that you can then know that they are valuable? Are you putting work out into the world in the hopes that someone will buy it or like it or share it? Are you aware that you can put creations out there without being attached and learn as you go? I think this is one of the most important things. You know, when I first started in my business in 2016, I was a virtual assistant. I was learning things as I went, but I was also transitioning into becoming a business coach and a business strategist. And as I was doing that, I kind of wanted to leap ahead. I kind of had this idea in my mind that maybe I knew more than I actually did. I was comparing myself to other coaches and strategists that I saw out there that were doing the thing that were amazing. And I kind of started lying to myself about what was actually going on in my world? And I started putting offers out there that claimed all these wonderful things, but weren't actually accurate in what I was offering and the value that I was putting out there. Now, I want to be very clear. Value is not about what you're putting out into the 3D world. Your value is what you believe to be valuable about you. So here I am starting my business, not certain, very like full of fear, uncertain, not clear on my offers, not really knowing what it was that I was doing. And here I am putting out these offers and then waiting for people to buy and nobody would buy. It was literally crickets. Even when I was just posting on social media, nobody was liking or commenting or sharing. Crickets. Silence. And it had nothing to do with the languaging I was using or the graphics I was creating. It had nothing to do with the quality of the work I was putting out. So I want to be very clear here. I was putting great work out. The things that I was offering, I knew what I was doing. But inside, within my own heart, I was lying to myself about what I thought my own value was. So here I am putting out these offers into the 3D world going, are they going to like it? I really hope they like it. I don't know that they're going to like it. Mm, did I say the right things? Oh, I was questioning myself, doubting myself, uncertain. And yet on the surface, completely lying to myself and the world about what I believe to be true about myself. So this is why I asked the question, are you lying to yourself about what you're putting out there? And I don't mean that in a really negative, derogatory way. I just want you to be aware and get really curious. 
Because as we grow and evolve in our coaching businesses, it's important to know and accept where we're at and to be radically honest about ourselves, about what do I believe to be true about myself? What do I believe to be true about how the the way I express myself, how I value myself, my work in the world? And am I willing to learn and gather more details as I go? Am I willing to teach people from where I'm at, not trying to pretend that I'm further ahead than I am, not trying to pretend that I know more than I do, and not trying to pretend that I believe in my own value more than I do? The moment I recognized that in my business, I was able to take a step back and really get super, super clear on who I was and where I was at in that moment while also being curious and open to learn more. And I was able to share what I for sure knew and what I for sure felt the value in from a place of certainty, from a solid grounded place of, hell yes, I know what I'm doing here and I've got you. And the moment I started doing that, everything changed because it was about the inner value, the inner worth. I believed in my own worth enough that I did not need other people to prove to me that what I was doing was cool or valuable or wonderful. So I was allowed, uh, I was able to let go of the attachment to other people loving what I was doing. And I was able to fall in love with it on my own to really feel the energy behind it, to feel the certainty, the value, the worth, the self-expression, and know that what I was putting out into the world, I had confidence in, I was clear about, and I felt solid in my ability to teach it. Everything came down to the feeling state of the value. It wasn't about going and selling something that I didn't believe in. It wasn't about offering a workshop or a program that I couldn't put my faith behind. It was all about knowing what I believe to be true about myself, radical honesty, and then teaching from that place while also being open and curious to learning more. We can teach from where we're at. So whether you are brand new to business or you've been in business for 25 years, 50 years, there's always something to learn, but you can always teach from where you're at. I guarantee you, no matter where you're at in your life, there has one thing that you know for sure that you believe in, that you love, that you are dedicated and devoted to, that you can go and share with the world with confidence and clarity, knowing the value of what you're sharing. So this is my question to you and my my invitation to you is, are you willing to get radically honest with what you believe to be true about what you're offering to the world? Do you really truly believe in it? Or are you waiting for someone else to tell you that you can believe in it? To give you that feedback from outside of yourself that, oh, this is cool, do more of that. And then you go do more of that, but you don't have that certainty. Certainty is not born from other people giving you feedback. Certainty is born 
within your own heart. So get clear there and then go move that out into the world, share, teach, and go from there. Wouldn't it be fun to actually receive the thing you're manifesting? That kind of sounds silly, but it's actually true. I've seen this happen so many times with students of mine who come in and they're manifesting something. They desire this big dream, this big goal. And then when it starts arriving, they self-sabotage. Have you ever noticed this with yourself? The difference between wishful thinking and manifestation lies in this little thing. And it is so simple and it is so easy. And so many of us miss it. Being open to receive. So wishful thinking and manifestation. I want to talk about the difference here. Wishful thinking is, I really, really, really want this thing. And if the universe wants me to have it, then it, it, when the timing is right, and when all of my ducks are in a row, then maybe if I'm lucky, then that thing will occur. If I'm meant to have it, the universe will hand it to me. The thing is, there's a lot more to universal law and how this three this manifestation world works than the universe handing something to us on a silver platter. Wishful thinking does not work because wishes and fears are exactly the same. When you are wishing for something, you have a fear that it might not happen. And therefore, you don't manifest it. Manifestation is working with universal law, working with the energy and frequency that we have available to us, and knowing, knowing, that you will receive that which you are chasing, you're going after, not chasing. <laughs> I heard myself there. So when you are manifesting, you are creating the energy within your own being. You are working with the quantum field in your body. And if you don't know how to do this, it's called quantum expansion. Reach out to me. We'll talk about how to do that. And there's lots of spaces where we can uh, teach you how to do that. But when you're working with energy and frequency and you are manifesting, there is no wishful thinking. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, that the thing that you want will arrive. And then when it arrives, you are open to receive. So here's my question for you. When someone compliments you, what do you do? Do you push it away? Do you ignore it? Do you deflect it? Do you say, oh, no, 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 that, no, that, no, no, no. Or do you simply put your hand on your heart and say, thank you. Receiving is as simple as saying, thank you. And knowing in your body and being open to receive in your body. So many of us are so good at giving and giving and giving and giving and giving to the point of burnout, to the point of adrenal fatigue. I've been there. We give energy out of the front of our heart and we receive it through the back of our heart. So if you've ever noticed that you've got shoulder tension or some back pain or you're hunched over, check in with yourself. Have you been receiving or have you just been giving and giving and giving to the point where you're starting to hunch over and close off because it's too much? 
Notice that. Shoulders back. I am open to receive. I am open and willing to see the evidence of my manifestation showing up. Now, this is a muscle that needs to be practiced. This doesn't just, okay, one day I'm just going to start standing up straight. I still practice it on a daily basis. So check in with yourself and check in and notice, am I sitting up straight? When someone gives me a compliment, what do I do? And wouldn't it be fun to receive a little bit more? Wouldn't it be fun to receive gifts from people? Wouldn't it be fun to go out for dinner and receive 10 compliments? Wouldn't it be fun to go out and run errands and every stop I make, I receive either a compliment or a gift? Play a game with the universe and open yourself up and practice that receiving muscle. It's not easy for many humans to be that receiver. We've been taught that it's selfish to receive. We've been taught that we should just give and give and give and give. And yet, if you're manifesting and there's something that you dream of experiencing, would you rather it be wishful thinking or would you rather have part of the decision in creating it? Part of the decision in creating it is being open to receive and trusting that you are in divine partnership with this universe that we live in, that you are not alone. And yes, there are thousands of reasons why you might not get what you want, but there's a million trillion reasons why you would. And it starts with making the decision that it will happen and then being open to receive it when it arrives. So be aware of that and play a game. I invite you to, to just play a game with the universe. Go out and learn how to receive compliments. Go out, learn how to receive gifts, learn how to receive money. When things come your way, notice. Do you push it away? Do you deflect it? Do you say, no, 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 no? Or do you welcome it home and say, thank you. Do you find yourself trying to control the outcome with your manifestations sometimes? I was notorious for this. I was a pro at trying to manipulate and control the material world. If you have any kind of project management background, if you've ever gone to school, you will know that we have been taught, here's the end goal, and now reverse engineer step by step by step by step by step all the things that need to happen to create your to-do list to control the outcome. This is what I thought we were supposed to do until I learned a much easier way, so much easier, and it's called releasing attachment. It is the surrender. It is the surrender and the peace and the ease knowing that you are not creating that outcome on your own. 99.99999% of our reality is made up of limitless possibility and potential. And if you think that you controlling 0.0001% of it is making all the difference, I invite you to take another look at that belief. I used to believe that. For years, I believed that. And I'll tell you what, it was painful. It resulted in stress, 
overwhelm, adrenal fatigue, addiction, my relationships falling apart. It was a disaster. So if you find yourself anywhere near that or in that, I invite you to check in with that belief. I want to tell you a little story. So currently in this moment, at the time of this recording, my boyfriend and I are house hunting and we have been focused on the desire and the dream and we are generating the energy in our bodies and we are queuing, we are really focused on the dream. We absolutely love where we live right now and we're ready for an expansion. Well, we found what we thought was our dream house. It was beautiful. It checked almost everything off of the list, the dream list. And so we put an offer on the house and we were fingers crossed, we're gonna get financing. The offer was accepted. The offer had been accepted for over four days when all of a sudden we get a phone call and they decided to take the house off the market and canceled the deal. They just decided they didn't wanna sell anymore. Now, I'll tell you, old version of Cindy, who was so attached to outcome, would have cried and screamed and probably drank two bottles of wine and would have been miserable for weeks because that was the dream house. New Cindy did this. Oh, and I cried. I felt the grief of it and immediately went, hmm, there must be something better, something more that I can't see yet. I wonder what it is. Not even 24 hours after I had that curiosity of, I wonder what is better and what is more out there. I wonder what the universe has in store that I can't see. Not even 24 hours later, we found out that we could get more financing and go for a bigger, better, more expansive home. And so our budget was increased. We were able to go for something bigger that suits our desires and our needs even more. And so now we're even more excited to go on the hunt again. So remembering and coming back to this, when we are manifesting, it's not up to us to determine the outcome. It's our job to focus on the big vision, the dream, and to feel what it feels like to be experiencing the dream without controlling what that dream looks like in the material world. Easier said than done, I am aware, been there, done that. And it's a muscle worth developing. The surrender muscle is so worth developing because as you move with the universe, instead of holding on so tight to something that you think should be the thing, you can let go and get curious and be at peace and wonder what else could be possible? What else is out there? What else might the universe have in store for me? So I invite you, whatever it is that your dream is, whatever it is that you are looking for in your world, be open to that or something more. Do you find yourself sometimes struggling with trusting yourself as you are moving work out into the world or you're doing things in your life, you're just your day-to-day -day life and you're trying to buy a house? Do you find that sometimes you question 
Am I making the right decision? Is this the right choice for me? Uh, what about all the other people that will be affected by this decision? I've created this thing. Are people going to like it? I don't really know if I trust my own value. Do you find yourself in that place sometimes? I'm going to invite you into the concept and the idea of, and if you're driving, please don't do this, but closing your eyes and feeling, just bringing your awareness into your body and feeling the, the blood that flows through your veins. There's a part of us that can observe the parts of our body. We There's a part of us that's outside of our body because we are not our body that can observe what's happening within the body. And so to just bring your awareness, and you could do this with your eyes open as well, just bring your awareness to your heart. Notice the beat of your heart. Notice the blood that flows out of all the arteries and all the, the veins and flows through the body. Notice the pulse in your fingertips. Notice the pulse in your toes. Bring your awareness to your belly. Do you see how you can observe and bring awareness to it? If I asked you to think of a pink elephant, can you bring your awareness to the idea of a pink elephant? We have a part of us that is an observer. And so with this concept of, oh, I wonder if people are going to love this idea. I wonder if people will love what I've created. I'm looking for feedback from the outside world, and therefore I don't trust myself. I invite you to bring that observer to the value that is inherent in your bones. To bring your awareness to the blood that flows through your veins and recognize the magnificence that you are. The miracle that you are. I won't even get into the science of how magnificent it is that you are here on this planet right now, breathing breath. A simple cell in your body is an absolute miracle. And then to put all of the systems and structures and processes that this body does, to put it all together and make it work, it's mind-boggling. In fact, the human brain really can't even get around what's happening here in this miracle. You are a bringer of light. You are biophotons that express out into the world. And here we go with that cliche again. When you shine your light, you give others permission to do the same. And when you recognize the value that flows through your veins, that lives in every cell, that flows through to your fingertips and your toes, when you recognize and remember and embody the, the value, the miracle that you are, when you take a deep breath, and you feel the value of life, then you can shine your light brighter. 
That's all it takes. You do not need to produce something or do something or create something or be of value. Your value is not determined by the things you do for other people. Your value is not determined by the money in your bank account, by the checklist that you've got, by the things you get done on that checklist. Your value is not determined by your pretty graphics, your pretty website. It is not determined by any of that. Your value is determined by what you believe your value to be. Will you choose to value you? Will you choose to value the life force that flows through your veins, that flows through every space in your body? Will you choose to remember who you are? Will you choose to place your hand on your heart every single day, multiple times a day, and just say, thank you. Thank you for this life. Thank you for being me. Thank you for the value. Thank you for the gold that flows through my veins. And that gold being the light, the life force, that breath you take in and that breath you send out. That is your value. Your value is not determined by your family. Your value is not determined by your clients. It's not determined by the car you drive. It is not determined by anything that you can see in this material world. Value is not a thing. Value is a feeling state. And it requires trust. It requires faith. And that trust is a practice. That trust and that faith requires taking action on your value, that feeling state, without needing the feedback from the outside world. It, the, that, that trust muscle is built by flowing the value through your veins, by simply bringing awareness to it, by simply remembering, by taking a deep breath and feeling that breath all the way down to your toes and expressing from that place, that is value. And when you come from that place and people see you coming from that place, they witness the value pouring out of you. They cannot help but be drawn to you. They cannot help but wonder what it is that you've got, that they can see it's so bright, they're just drawn into you. And they ask you, please tell me what it is you're doing. And you don't have an answer because all it is is knowing from within the value that flows through your veins. We need to stop looking for validation of our value from the material world. That's not real. It is not real. It makes up 0.0001% of our reality. Stop making it everything. Your value lives in the 99.999% pure possibility and potential. Your value lives in all of the spaces 
of who you are. It is the essence of you. And the essence of you is not a material thing. The essence of you is limitless and infinite and connected to the stars. Beyond your wildest imagination, that is your value. Breathe that in. Feel that. Know that. Let's talk about this phrase, the universe handing it to us on a silver platter. This is one of my favorite phrases to use, and it really comes down to passivity of I have a manifestation. This is this dream. I dream of let's use the example of that, my, me buying a house. I dream of buying a house. I dream of this home and it's got this beautiful kitchen and it's bright and it's open and there's space for me to do my work and express myself in the world. There's space to gather with my family. There is space for the kittens on the desk. There is space for patio time and sunshine and it is bright and it feels like home. And then, I can choose. I have a choice here. From that dream, from that vision, I can make a decision to go watch Netflix or to actively participate in the manifestation. I can choose to go out partying every weekend or to actively participate in the creation of that manifestation. Do you see what I'm getting at here? The universe isn't this God that lives in the sky. I grew up in a religious background where I was told that there was a man that lived in the clouds in heaven that was handing out favors. And if you weren't a good girl, that then you would be sent down underground into this hellhole that was on fire. That's kind of what I was brought up to believe. And I never really truly believed it as a kid, but that, that concept was still there of... Well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If God wants me to have it, then I will have it. If I do enough of the right things and behave well enough, then God will allow me to experience this thing. And it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. That's just simply not the science of the universe. It's not the way the universe works. Whether you choose to call it God, universe, source, goddess, Allah, it does not matter what label we use for that higher power, but there is this higher power that we are co-creating with. We are not just sitting on Netflix waiting for it to happen. Sitting on the couch watching Netflix, I heard myself. So when we are actively participating in the co-creation of our dreams, then there's some work to do. There's some actions to take. Now, sometimes those actions don't make any sense whatsoever. And we wonder and we question and we go, what the hell am I doing? And sometimes those actions means we're sitting in front of our computer for 12 hours, inspired, lit up and doing the thing. And we're like, yes, this feels so good. Oh my God, I'm on a roll. Look at this momentum. Things I can see in the material world, they're tangible. I can hold on to them. They must be real. And yet there is so much happening in the unseen world in that 99.999% of pure possibility and potential that we have no idea what's really going on. And our job 
is to hold the vision and trust, trust and actively participate. It's not about holding the vision and trusting and then just hanging out and doing nothing and drinking tea, unless that's your active participation in that moment. It's not about holding the vision and having faith and then actively participating so much that you're trying to control and manipulate everything. There is a balance. There is a complete harmony. And it requires building that trust muscle. It requires putting your faith in the unseen world. It requires spending more time listening, gathering information from the quantum field and going, okay, I may not know 23 steps down the road, but what is the next thing that I can do to actively participate in the co-creation of my dream? Go have a nap. Really? But I'm not saying go have a nap, go lay down, go rest, be quiet, silence. I'm doing something on your behalf. Or go send an email, go message this person, connect with them, go build this offering. Whatever that nudge is, is your next step. And that requires faith too. Because now you've heard the message and you know what's next, but are you willing to trust yourself to take the action? Or are you going to question it and go, nah, that can't be it. Nah, I'm going to try to control it my way. Or I'm just not going to do anything at all. I'm just going to go watch Netflix for a while. Or Netflix. I'm really picking on Netflix today. Actively participating in your dream means that you are walking a line of not controlling and yet also willing to take action. You're walking this line of faith. Are you willing to do what's next? Even if what's next doesn't make any sense. And I do not need to prove to anyone or anything that what's next, that my what's next is right or wrong. I just simply believe this is my next step and I'm gonna take it and I don't need to message my mom or my boyfriend or my wife. I don't need to say, oh, well, you know, I'm doing this thing because I do not need to justify why I'm doing said thing. I'm doing said thing because it's what's next. That is all. And sometimes you may find yourself watching a documentary on Netflix wondering, why the hell am I watching this? Because I have faith and I was told that this is what's next. Sometimes you may be wondering why you're pulled to invest money that you don't have in a program that you're not sure about. And you're like, I don't even know what this is, but you're being asked to invest in yourself. And are you willing to do what's next and make the investment, even if you don't know what it looks like on the other side? I remember having a conversation with someone not too long ago who had a dream of writing children's books and was nudged to buy a coffee shop. And the coffee shop was an epic failure. But within that two-year period of owning that coffee shop, he wrote a bunch of children's books. We do not know the pathway. The pathway to our manifestation is never, ever, 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 ever linear. And so we trust. We stay curious. We stay open. And we are willing to take action 
on what's next, not 23 steps from now, but the next step. So all we need to do is become quiet, come within, focus on the vision, the dream, the experience, feel it in your bones, recognize you are worthy of having it, and simply ask, what is the next action step I need to take to co-create the manifestation of this experience? How good are you at making decisions? I remember I used to question my decisions left, right, and center, never knowing which was the right direction to go in order to achieve my dreams. And I've come to an understanding now that it doesn't matter which decision we make, we're always going to get to where we want to go if we are focused on the things we want. So often we spend a lot of time focusing on what we don't want. This is what I used to do. I used to focus on all the things that were wrong in my life, all of the beating myself up. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not valuable enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not sharing enough. I'm not visible enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not, I don't weigh the right weight, all of those things. That's what my voice used to sound like in my, in my head. So if you're hearing this and you're recognizing this in your own, I invite you to come into an awareness that you get to choose where your focus goes. So when we are manifesting, when we are creating our extraordinary life, we know, we know that we don't just sit back and wait for the universe to hand it to us on a silver platter. We know that there's some things we need to do. There's some action we need to take. And we also know that we need to be open to receive and to feel the value in our veins, to know our own value. And yet there is still a choice point. There is a choice on where we direct our focus. So I'm gonna come back to using the example of buying a house. You know, I we put an offer on a house and it was, the deal was broke, broke down. We, we didn't get the house. Now I could have spent a lot of time focusing on all the reasons why we didn't get the house, focusing on the argument I got into with the mortgage broker. I could have focused on all the things that I'm frustrated by in the current place that I live in, in that I would really love to just move into a new house now and just be done with it. I could focus there. That is a choice of mine. Or I could choose to refocus and pivot into, okay, well, that dream didn't work. And so it's not that the big dream won't work. It's that I need to think outside the box, that there's something here that I'm not seeing. And am I willing to choose to focus again on the vision and on the dream and expand it, do it differently, change it? And maybe there's something that I missed in the original dream that wasn't quite clear. And now it can be clear in the bigger dream. So I shared earlier, what the house that we got was a smaller house. It was a townhouse and not a detached home. And we found out we could get more financing. And so the dream now pivots because we thought we wouldn't be able to get a bigger home based on our financing. And now we realize we can, 
And so the dream pivots. We start thinking outside the box. What if we could do this? What if we could do that? What if this house was an option? And it opened up a whole plethora of other options, which made possibility even more expansive. And instead of choosing to focus on all the things that went wrong in that deal, we chose to focus on all the things that were opening up to us as a result of that deal falling apart. Do you see the difference here? So often we go through life focused on this is wrong, that's not enough, this sucks, I don't like this. And we're directing our focus towards all the things that we don't want, but the universe does not know the difference. The universe sees our focus as create more of that. Where your attention goes, energy flows. So if you are in a circumstance of any kind that you're not fully excited about, that you would like to experience more or something different or something entirely, tear that old thing down and build something new, whatever circumstances you find yourself in, notice. Where is my focus going? Am I focusing on all the things I don't love or am I focusing on all the possibilities and things that I don't yet know? Am I open? Am I curious? Am I thinking differently? Am I willing to pivot? Am I thinking outside of the box? Am I willing to rebel a little bit against my ego that's trying to keep me safe and in my box? And am I willing to go on an adventure with life and see what unfolds. Am I willing to pivot, to release the attachment, to surrender to the thing that I thought was and open my mind and my heart to something more? Am I willing to change direction? And in the changing of direction, there is a choice that needs to be made. Am I willing to choose this way? Am I willing to direct all of my focus this way, even when my ego and this mind, this brain of mine continues to go, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but that back there sucked. Yes, it did. I accept that. And I choose to redirect my focus over here to what I want. Are you willing to redirect your focus? And are you willing? to go on an adventure. This is the whole point of life. We live in God's playground where we are meant to be these spiritual beings who are so connected and so divine and brilliant and magnificent. And we were designed to play right here in this material world. Being attached and stuck on all the things we don't love doesn't feel very playful to me. Being open and ready and willing to pivot and go on an adventure, now that feels like play. So how will you play? How will you adventure? Where will you direct your focus? And are you willing to redirect every time your ego tries to bring you back? I have an invitation for you. If any of this conversation has resonated with you, if any of it has triggered new awareness or new possibility, if any of what I've just said has made you go, hmm, 
then I invite you to a free event. January 16th to 20th, 2023, we are hosting the Choose Your Best Life online virtual summit. Some of the best Choose Your Most Extraordinary Life coaches in the world coming together to share their wisdom, share their value, and contribute some of their knowledge to us. So you won't want to miss that. It is a free five-day event. Replays will be available. You do not need to catch it all in that week. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you grab your spot. You will not want to miss this incredibly powerful event. I'll see you there. Thank you for catching another episode of the Life at Full Blast podcast. I'm so grateful that you are here, that you are part of this community. And if it resonates with you, please review, subscribe, share anything that you do to move this podcast out into the world to support humanity helps. And if you're ready to choose that most extraordinary life, visit my website, cindyvanonum.com. But above all else, no matter what you choose to do, remember, I love you, I believe in you, and I see your power. See you next week.